Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Well, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm here, as always, with a special guest. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Catherine Lewis, owner of CrossFit Clue. We are located in Somerset, New Jersey. All right, and Catherine, got to hear the story. Always love to hear about how you came to find CrossFit, how you came to own CrossFit Clue and all that. Yeah, so I started CrossFit when I was in college. Um, I went to Johnson and Wales University in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, I was actually very overweight at the time. Um, I was seeing a personal trainer at Boston Sports Club up in Providence. Um, and it was funny because out over time, um, he actually went and did his workouts at CrossFit Providence, which was down the road. And I would do my workouts at um, Boston Sports Club because we were, he was my personal trainer. Um, so over time, we started incorporating like four rounds for time and things turned into AMRAP. And, you know, I wasn't doing like your traditional, like 10 sets of five bicep curls, like things turned into, I called them games. Um, and then finally, cause he would always tell me what he was doing at CrossFit Providence. He finally said, okay, you're going to come with me. You're going to come down the street and you're going to sit there and you're just going to watch me do a workout. Um, and I said, okay. So I went and like your traditional CrossFit gym, bay doors were up, sofa was out, grill was out. Whoever wasn't working out was hanging out. Um, and I watched him do a workout and I specifically remember, um, one of the girls who was a coach at the gym, she looked like the varsity soccer player of like any varsity sport team, like that super fit girl that everybody like dreams to be. Um, and there was another girl who was kind of in the same shape I was really cared about her fitness, definitely struggled a little bit, but was doing it. And it was towards the end of the workout. And, um, the one girl that I kind of mirrored myself after, um, was finishing the workout. I remember it was push-ups, and she finished doing push-ups, or she was doing her push-ups, and she was having trouble. And the girl who was that, that superhero-looking girl came over and sat down and helped her through those push-ups. And I was like, I'm in. Like, sign me up before I leave. Because it was just clear that there was a community of people that it didn't matter what you looked like. It didn't matter if you could do the push-ups, you couldn't do the push-ups. People were going to help you finish, and it had nothing to do with who came in first, who came in last. Um, so I signed up, never went back to Boston Sports Club. And um, so that really started my CrossFit journey. But then I kind of just, it spiraled, just like everybody else. I was going seven days a week. We were hanging out on Friday nights. They were my closest friends. At the time, I had just turned 21. They threw me like this huge birthday party. So it, it fell into like your traditional, how did I fall into CrossFit story? But I specifically remember that one day with the push-ups and being like a female helping a female. Like there was no barrier of, there was nothing in between those two bonding over just helping each other finish a workout, which is really cool. Wow. I love that story. I just think it's so powerful. And I know you, you shared it with me before and just hearing it again, I'm just like, oh, it's so cool. It's just so neat to hear yeah. that, the impact. And it obviously impacted you so much that now you own a box. Well, yeah, there was always like that, obviously, for, and I see it every day when people come into our gym, there's that intimidation factor of like, oh my God, they're lifting barbells over their head or like, 
I don't fit in here. And the fact that that that's really all it was. And it broke down really quickly for me that one day sitting on the sofa, watching them work out. Um, it, it, since it, it just, it broke it down. And then from there I was hooked. And I think that goes for everyone. You know, once that little bit of intimidation factor of like, Oh, I can do this. And then you're in. Hmm. I think that's so cool. I do. And, and with that, Catherine, so then what led you from there, you know, seeing it being like going seven days a week to opening up CrossFit Clue and, and becoming a business owner? Yeah. So I was in college at Johnson Wales and I was a fashion merchandising and retail marketing major. Um, so I was a junior, I believe I needed to get an internship. It was part of the program. And at the time, Reebok was just kind of getting in with CrossFit. So I said, Reebok headquarters is in Canton, Massachusetts. And I said, okay, I'm going to apply for an internship there. Like I can work out at their gym. Maybe I can get in on the CrossFit side. Like I might as well focus this internship on something that I enjoy doing. So the fitness apparel brand was perfect. So I got the internship, started working out at Reebok CrossFit One, um, fell more in love with CrossFit, got my level one at the time. I remember calling my mom and, and she, you know, she'd hear all the workouts. Like I would tell her every day what I did and she had no idea what I was doing, but she was like, I'm so proud of you. She had no idea what was going on, but she like, would go online and Google them. And I remember saying to her, like, mom, I want to take my level one and her being like, okay, well, I think that's great. And her still not understanding what it was. And, um, I was like, okay, it's a thousand dollars. And they helped me pay for it. And, uh, I took it. And then I, I ended up part-time coaching at Reebok Cross at one. Austin Maliola like gave me a chance. He was like, okay, you're going to help us out. You're going to start this process. And then it just snowballed. I graduated school. I was still working for Reebok. And I was like, why am I sitting behind this desk? Like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to sit behind a desk. I want to work in a gym. Um, and I struggled with weight my entire life. So I moved back home to New Jersey. I sat around for a couple of months being like, what am I going to do? And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I, I want to open an affiliate. So I started the process. Obviously like that's like the fast forward version. This was all over like a year and a half. Um, but we just, I started the process. I applied for the affiliate. Um, I decided on a space. I found some investors to help me get the ball going. Um, and I did it. We just started. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. And know, and I know you're sitting in your space right now and it, it's beautiful. I've seen photos. It's gorgeous. And how did you go about finding that space? And can you kind of describe to us, you know, what, what it's looked like and what, you know, that dream becoming reality has looked like? Yes. Yeah, so we've, I've found over the years, just being members of different CrossFit gyms, whether it was in Rhode Island or it was back in New Jersey, that, um, gyms start in small spaces because that's what they can afford to do, which I completely respect. Um, and then over time they outgrow the space. They need to find a bigger space. And so I, we decided that, um, cause my partners in the business are my parents. They own their own companies and they're entrepreneurs. They've been entrepreneurs their whole life. They take a complete backseat in this process. Um, but we kind of said, well, I only want to do this once. Like, I don't want to, if we can, and we're fortunate enough to let's do this once. Um, so we found a large warehouse space, um, and we got started. The entire gym is, so it's, uh, about 40,000 square feet. The 
offices, um, which I'm sitting in right now, the offices, the locker rooms, the classroom, the lounge, everything's built out of shipping containers, um, like literal shipping containers. It's 17 shipping containers cut and pasted together um, to build out all of it. And then we have our gym floor. Wow, that's so cool. And I know you were showing me like your second story loft, like looks out over the gym floor yeah. and oh man, it's it's beautiful. And it must be something too to like, I don't know, just have people to believe in you and, you know, have your parents believing in you and helping you in this mission and being like, here, we're going to help and we, we want to realize this dream. I just think that's so cool that they were on board. Yeah, I will say my brother was a big, um, like a big piece of the puzzle. I have an older brother. He, um, I remember being in between that time of opening the gym and like trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I feel like every, every human who graduates college, there's like that moment of like, what am I going to do with my life? I specifically remember him coming because I was living at home and he was living at home too. And I, he came in and he said, get up, go get up, whatever, go do something, either go to work. Or come to realize that you want to open a gym and go talk to mom and dad and figure it out. And he actually, um, we had architects, obviously, like we had a team to build this. Um, he came up with the shipping container idea. He found like some articles about it, how they've been used overseas to build a lot of stuff. And he was like, this could be really cool. So that was completely him. And we ran with it from there. Um, he is in IT. So I call him a brainiac. But he, um, he, I don't know if he likes that, but he is like super analytical. And so him helping with that process meant a lot. Um, because for me, I just wanted to do CrossFit. I was like, let's lay down some floor. Let's get some barbells and let's get going. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So what has it been like, you know, going from, you know, that coaching position to owning a gym and having to run it? So I will say that we just hit our five year, um, I think this month or ne this month we hit five years as an affiliate. Congratulations. So, That's awesome. I know. I feel like it was yesterday. Like time has definitely flown by. Um, but I will say that my job has morphed so many times over the past five years that I think that's with every affiliate owner. Um, it started that I, w I was coaching four or five classes a day. And we had a handful of members and classes were really small um, because that's what had to be done. You know, the gym couldn't afford to pay multiple people to be here. You, so that morphed into the next. Okay, we hired more coaches. We put on more classes. We got more members. I will say over the past like year and a half, we've developed like a real retail business. And we do, we have... Because of our facility, I like to call it a facility. Yes, we are a CrossFit gym, but on the weekends, we host USA powerlifting competitions, and we have, like, a full classroom, so we do a lot of corporate events during the week. Um, companies will rent out the classroom and do their team meeting, their sales meeting. They'll do something, and then we'll do a bonding workout after. So my job has now morphed into, yes, I still coach, but there's, like, a whole other – I guess you could say business towards this. We're not just a CrossFit anymore. Whereas at the beginning we were, and now it's like we're a jack of all trades. Like we, we do a little bit of everything. Hmm. What, what's been the benefit in doing a little bit of everything? Have you seen that for your business? Yeah. So I think for any business, um, when the lights are off, you're not making any money. And I think that that I like, 
I have such a respect for CrossFit and the community in CrossFit and the family in CrossFit and that gyms have that. But for us to grow, we needed to explore other things as well um, because of our facility, because we're able to do so many other things that my goal is to have the lights on and people in here as many hours as possible, um, as many days as possible, because I'm not, I'm not making any money when the lights are off. So we, we needed to see what else could be done. And we have, I just said to somebody today, I think over the next three months, we have like one weekend where something's not happening. And for me, that's that, like, that's awesome. Like I, I just remember years ago where we weren't even open on Sundays because we didn't have enough members to even have a class. And now look at everything that we're doing. It's just, it's really, it shows how much we've grown. Mm. That's crazy. That's insane that like it's it's grown that much and changed that much. And my goodness. So has it just been, has it been a slow growth to get to that point and, and to build up and to, you know, be that full all the time? Like, I guess, do you have any maybe advice when it comes to that, that growth and, and getting to the point where you guys are now? So I will say that it was one step at a time, like literally one foot in front of the other. And I tried and I still try to never pass up any opportunity. If somebody comes to me with something new, let's figure out how to try it. Let's sit down and talk it through. Um, I just had a woman come in today who's a member and she has, she's a part of a women's group. And I guess they do like a bonding activity. Sometimes they go into the city and they do, they go to like a, a show or, you know, they do something monthly and, and she's a member here and she loves CrossFit. She said, Hey, how can we try something here? And I'm like, absolutely. Why not? So I guess my advice is like, don't shoot anything down, like hear everything out and you'll learn from your experience. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably good advice. Just taking it all in and doing the research and not being automatically biased to it, but just being like, no, I want to process through it because even if that idea doesn't work, another idea that might come out of it could possibly be great, have great potential right. within your business. So yeah, no. And, and it's so cool, Catherine. Cause like, I know, um, I first heard about you guys actually from another affiliate owner who was like, man, you got to check out Prospect Clue. They're pretty awesome. They have this great, great brand. And like, then I started looking into you guys. I was like, their website is pretty solid. And like hearing about your space, I'm going, oh my goodness. But I do want to talk a little bit because I know you mentioned retail and, and, um, you know, we, we've talked to you about branding a little bit here at Box Pro, but I do want to talk about brand and how you've even created that over the past five years and become really solid in that aspect of branding to the point where your retail business has taken off. And, and I just kind of want to dive in that a bit more and, and how you've grown it and how you've established that as well. Yeah. So um, I know we spoke about this before, but for us, our brand is just basically giving our members a sense of an identity for themselves. I mean, I know that every gym I've ever visited or any gym I've ever been a part of, I want to represent that gym in any way I can. That's my family. That like Those are my people. Um, so for us, it started with the T-shirt, just like every other CrossFit box, a T-shirt. All our members wanted a T-shirt. And then one turned into two, two turned into three. Somebody wanted a backpack. We made a backpack. Somebody wanted... Um, like we have showers, somebody wanted a towel, we made a towel, uh, 
somebody wanted uh, the guys wanted shorts. We started making shorts. So like literally it was a domino effect of whatever our members wanted. I worked towards making. And now it's spiraled into, we have an online store and, um, we have so many people that just drop in because they want to see our facility or, you know, they've got family that lives here and they're here for Thanksgiving. So they, they come in and they buy a t-shirt. And so for us, it really was about the members. It was really whatever they were asking. Like the girls were asking for headbands. Okay. we got to make headbands. Like it was one thing after another, after another, and you turn around and you got a store full of crap. Like you got a store full of stuff that just has evolved over time. And fortunately it's what I love to do. It's, I, I love merchandising. I, I, I went to school for it. Um, so it, it came easy to me. Yeah. Which is awesome because I can't tell you how many affiliates I talk to that say they just hate that part of their business. They're like, I hate t-shirts and selling t-shirts and any pro shop work. So like, I know when you first said this to me, you're like, yeah, it's like, it's my major. I was like, I'm sorry. Who are you? And are you a typical affiliate owner? No. So I guess like, I mean, it helps to have a passion for it, Catherine, but like, do you have any advice when it comes to, you know, running that side of the business? I mean, you've really grown it into something spectacular, you know, that online platform and everything, but any advice or lessons you've learned over the past five years in doing that? Yeah. I don't think that I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Like people don't have to have a store. Like just because we've got a store with probably 200 different things in there doesn't mean that, you know, everybody needs to do that. And I, I've said to you in the past, people ask me, like when we have level one seminars or when we have um, different training camps at the gym, people say like, give me a piece of advice. And I always tell them, make a t-shirt. And I get it. Like, if you don't really have a passion for it and you don't really care, it can be difficult. But you know what? Take your gym logo, put it on a T-shirt, go to a T-shirt printer, and make 100 of them. Make sure you've got every size because when people come in, they want to represent your brand. They want to they, – they want what you want. Every profiter wants. You want to go out and be proud of where you go and show people, this is where I go, and wear that logo on their chest. So for me, it's – it'll – be twofold go make a t-shirt just do it i and the best part about it is you're spending money to make the shirt but you're not doing anything to sell it it sits there and it makes the money on itself people are gonna buy them you don't have to coach a like you know you don't have to pick up another member you don't have to go out and spend more money on marketing you can consider this your marketing and the t-shirts will sell and you'll see that at the end of the month it's really made a difference in your overhead. Is this the most of the marketing that you all do is through your apparel? Do you do any other marketing? Yeah, I, I have not spent a penny on like a flyer, a Facebook ad. Uh, I've, we haven't, all of our marketing is through seeding product, I guess you could say, or, you know, giving back to our members, like during the open, um, each Friday night we did, we always do something during our Friday night lights, but you know, one night is clue night where everybody gets like a backpack and a t-shirt and a water bottle or, or whatever we give them. And then I make sure that when we have people that come to the gym, I, I'm Italian. I'm not going to give you food when you leave here. I'm going to give you t-shirts. That's like the <laughs> joke around here. You're not going to leave with spaghetti and meatballs. Cause that's just not right. 
you're going to leave with like a bag full of t-shirts from Catherine. Um, but <laughs> that is so good. That's awesome. True. It really, it's true. Um, so I guess you could say our marketing money is in our product because I do make sure that it gets out there and it gets to the right people. But besides that, um, no, we haven't spent money on any other type of marketing. So do you think people have just come to your gym all through like word of mouth and, and brand recognition? Yeah. So we're in where we're located. It's pretty um, like industrial. It's it, there's definitely like a town, but it's more industrial than anything. Um, so it's a lot of warehouses. We've become a little bit of a destination. I mean, we do have people that drive like 30 minutes to come to the gym, but then we have other people that live like two miles down the road. Um, so I will say, and then we have a ton of people that work around here and instead of sitting in traffic to go home, wherever they live, they come and they work out and then they go home. So we've got like a true balance of the local community, people who are commuting a little bit. Um, so we have a little bit of everything when it comes to our membership, which is nice because it allows us to have early morning classes because people want to come before they go to work or we have lunchtime classes that fill because people want to come on their lunch break because they work around here or they live around here. And then nighttime we've got locals. And so it works for our schedule because any class time really works for us. Um, whereas I know some gyms have like, they struggle at lunchtime because there's just no one around. Yeah, no, it's, it's very different depending on location, the demographic and who's your audience and all of that. So was that just something that you, you had to become more and more aware of over time and, you know, tailor your classes to as you realized it? Yeah. I specifically remember when we first opened the gym, all we had was a 6.30 AM and a 5.30 and 6.30 PM. And now we have 12 classes a day. So <laughs> like, just like anything else, it was one step in front of the other and when we found like a void, we added something that we just added about a year ago was like a 9:30 AM. I never thought we'd have anyone come to that time. Um, because we don't have a huge like mom's community. It's just not, we have a few, but it's just not enough to hold a class. But I was like, you know, we'll try it. We put it on a couple days a week and now it's like the most popular class of the day. I'm like, Oh my God. We, we so we are always down for trying a new class, seeing if it works. And our members are really good about putting a request in being like, Hey, cat, what about this? Or so they're very good with the feedback on what they would be looking for or what might be cool in terms of class, in terms of product, in terms of anything. Um, it's nice though, because it's nice when people give you feedback instead of not giving feedback. I rather have all the feedback in the world because then I can work towards doing it. Mm -hmm. Have you, have you mm -hmm. built that culture of feedback? Is that something that you ask for from your members all the time? Yeah. We like to keep kind of like that open door policy where like shoot us an email or like talk to me if I'm here, shoot me an email, talk to one of the other coaches. Like, uh, me and the coaches were, it's like, we talk all day long. Um, so the members feel if they're not comfortable with one of us, they'll be comfortable with one of the others. Um, which is nice. And because they know if we don't know, then how can we do anything about whatever you're talking about? If it's, you want a t-shirt for this holiday or, you know, you're looking for a 2 PM class. Mm. Yeah. And, and how do you kind of filter through some of that feedback? Cause I'm, I mean, unless you say yes to everything, I 
don't think you do, but like, oh. how do you filter through and even like, you know, say, say no, but say it in a way that like doesn't hurt feelings or like is, you know, people understand like maybe why you have to pass over the opportunity right now. Yeah. I think that, no, you of course can't say yes to everything. I learned that real quick. You can't, you just can't. You And you're never going to please everyone. You're just not. Um, but I do like to be as, conf- like, I guess, blunt as possible with people. Um, if they're asking for something, that's just definitely, somebody was asking for a 9 p.m. class the other day. And where we're located, that's just not going to happen. In the city, that's normal. Like, in, but not where we are. And I just said, hey, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, that's late. And, like, you just have to kind of say it with, like, oh, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, so I wish you guys could see Catherine's face right now. It's awesome. It's, I mean, it looks like you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. You just have to, I truly think, like, you just have to be honest with people. Because, listen, I, yes, I own this gym. But I'm in the same, I'm a CrossFitter, too. Like, I'm in their shoes. I'd rather have a real answer than have me be like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe down the line. I, no. We're not going to have a 9 p.m. class. Maybe, but, like, I really don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, it makes sense. No, I, I mean, I totally get where you're coming from, and I just asked that because I know that it's something that I think I find a lot of affiliates struggle with is, you know, what to do with all that feedback, how to address, you know, even you know, those issues, and how to even say no. Because I think sometimes, like, we get into a line of where affiliates are compassionate people, and they want to please their members, and oh, they yeah. try. and you oftentimes it backfires and bites them in the yeah. butt when they just keep trying and trying and trying. So I've, I've learned a lot from my parents because they've been in, in the business world for so long. And I will say that this isn't like this topic that we're talking about isn't an easy one. And it's definitely something that has kind of put me through the ringer over the, like the years. Um, And it's a hard one because you, when you're first opening your affiliate, you want to please everyone because you don't want to lose a member. You never want to lose a member, but especially when you're just starting, um, you never want to lose a sale. You never want anyone to be unhappy and you know that you can't please everyone, but it's like, how do you word it? What do you say? So it's definitely over time become a little bit easier, but there are still days where something might be brought to the table and like, it gives me a stomach ache because I'm like, Oh, I don't know what to do. And I, I like, I'll, I'll go to my mom or my dad and I'll be like, Hey, this is going on. What do you think? Help me. I don't know what to do. And sometimes you gotta be harsh. And sometimes it's as easy as saying, I don't think a 9 PM class is going to (laughs) happen, but it's just something that over time you, you basically just grow a thick skin and you got to figure out, you got to pick and choose your battles. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that makes sense. And, and kind of curious too, like, what has it been like having mentors? Like I know your parents have been, it sounds like they've been your mentors through a lot of this. And I know that's another big topic within the affiliate world is mentorship. I mean, we have so many like mentoring consultants out there now, but just kind of curious your thoughts on mentors and how important they are. So I have, um, so there's two things. So I have, there are other affiliate owners within the community that I just talk to regularly and we've built friendships that, you know, it's kind of like we sit at the table and we both vent 
And that's healthy. I think that's really healthy. And, you know, saying I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that. And I think everyone needs that. And I think that more often than not, you're going to realize that, you know, that all us affiliate owners, we have some of the same problems. We have a lot of different problems. We have a lot of great things that happen within our gyms and you need somebody to talk to. And yes, so I've got that. I've got other affiliate owners that I do talk to regularly. I do have my staff. I mean, we're, we go through it every day together. So my staff and I sit as a team regularly and we check in on each other and all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then I do have, I have a coach of my own, kind of like a life coach that just helps guide me. And this like answers your question and takes it all a little bit of a side tangent, but I have a, a coach of my own that makes sure that my business stuff doesn't affect my outside. I call it inside the gym and outside of the gym because I'm 27 years old. It's sometimes hard to separate it. And I only did that about a year and a half ago. And it's completely like, it's changed me. It's, it's made it that I don't let little things in the gym consume me. It's changed me in that I can truly separate sometimes like work versus home life or, you know, coaching a class versus being the one behind the computer on the emails, having to deal with the hard emails. Um, and I think that that's healthy too. Just having somebody to talk to, whether it's an affiliate owner, whether it's family members, whether it's a coach, like a business coach, a life coach, that type of thing. I think that that's super healthy and important. Yeah, I can agree more with you. Like even just, I mean, I, I don't know business, but even just like in my career, even my personal life, having sounding boards, you know, whether it's job issues or personal issues, like it's so helpful <laughs> to be able, like yeah. talk to somebody about something. And like, even if it's just like you said, just venting, just getting out that emotion, being able to feel and process it and then move on and, and move on in a really healthy way. So, right. It's not, and, and you're right. Like, it's not even about owning a CrossFit affiliate. It's just, I think all of us need that. It, it, like we just need somebody, a soundboard, like you said it perfectly, just somebody where you can go and, whether you're frustrated or you're happy or whatever, you can just kind of, I guess that's why people are in therapy. <laughs> I personally think you know we should I mean? all be in therapy. We should all have yes. counselors. <laughs> I think yeah. it's healthy. I really do. I mean, there's such a negative yeah. connotation about it, but I'm like, uh, I think that probably could be a really good thing for the entire society. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So, and wow, Catherine, it just sounds like you've learned so much over these past five years and, and I feel like we've, we've definitely talked about a lot of different things, but I didn't know if maybe there were a few like standout lessons you've learned that you're just like, these are, these are good, solid takeaways from owning CrossFit Clue and running CrossFit Clue over the past five years that like you can impart on, you know, those listening, those who might need some help or encouragement, you know, and be like, hmm, I wonder what Catherine has learned. Yeah, so... I will say what we just talked about, like the soundboard, whether it's like another affiliate owner or a life coach or just somebody like there's no need for you to keep that all inside because it's, it's hard. We're a family inside this building, but at the end of the day, somebody has to kind of be the bad guy and the, and like the business owner, somebody has to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Like I understand we're all having fun and, and we're making our lives better and we're doing great things. And yes, we are a family and we are a community, but at the end of the day, I, I have employees. I have to make sure that I can, they can put food on the table. You, you, like at the end of the day, somebody has to say, whoa, 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 we have to be able to pay the bills. Um, so I think that that soundboard has really helped with all of that. And then, so that's one big thing for me. The other big thing, which we talked about is, is the t-shirt, make a t-shirt. You're like, just do it. I mean, you're give your members the tools that they need to promote your brand because they want them. Don't feel that you're pushing it on them because they want them. Um, and it's your marketing, making your members feel special is your marketing. So that's another big thing for me. And then the third thing is, is you, you can't take it all too seriously. I know that before I found my soundboard, I was taking it all way too seriously and it was eating me alive and I was becoming like unhappy and like, why am I doing this? And I had to kind of regroup and be like, I really do love this. Like, don't take the little things like back to what we were talking about. People putting suggestions in and feedback. If somebody gives you feedback that you don't like, take a deep breath and let it go. You, you know what I mean? Like, just don't take it all. Like, don't take it all so seriously. Cut yourself some credit. I, as coaches in gyms and as affiliate owners, because it's one and the same, we all work a lot of hours. We work weird hours. We work nights. We work five o'clock in the morning. We work weekends. We work holidays. Like, granted, a lot of people in this world work those hours too, but it's a lot. Like, make sure you're surrounded by a team that you want to be around. If you, just give yourself some credit. Yeah, those are good, solid words. I like that. Especially like the one where you're like, don't take it too seriously. I keep thinking of the word relax. Just, re just yeah. relax. <laughs> just relax. People say one of my coaches at the gym, he obviously, he's been working for years, and he will see like automatically sometimes in the morning, I'll be like all tense. And he'll just come in and he'll be like, relax. And then like it hits me. I'm like, Oh my God, you're right. Just breathe. It's like six o'clock in the morning and I'm already all jacked up, but sometimes you just need that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you need people who care enough to tell you that, who care enough to be like, yo, just let it go. Breathe in, breathe out. Like, and you just yeah. gotta relax and just realize, you know what? It's, it's not, it's not going to be the end of the world as you know it. Like, it's going to be okay. And the more you have, the better your affiliate is going to be, yeah. truthfully. Yeah. So true, Catherine. My goodness, you have learned a lot. <laughs> I think you're a very wise 27-year-old, so well done. Uh, like Benjamin Button, because I feel like I'm getting younger. Like, it's just, I'm so old, but I'm like an old soul. I feel like I've been doing this forever, but I haven't, but I love it, so it doesn't feel like forever. I, like, I laughed at the calendar the other day. First of all, it felt like Christmas was yesterday and we're in, or like in June, but, and then I'm like, oh my God, this gym has been open for so long and it doesn't feel it. And when you first started this conversation and you're like, how did you get to this point? I'm like, literally one foot at a time and it flew by. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy, yeah. but I mean, you guys, you're obviously doing something right. You've, you've put one Thank foot you. in front of the other, but you can do that and royally screw things up, believe it or not. So obviously you've 
correctly done it, one foot in front of the other. You haven't stepped on anything sharp along the way. Um, but no, and it's, I mean, it's cool to hear and just cool to see. And that's like why I want to sit down and talk with you more today. Cause I know we've just had some really, we've had a really good conversation in the past and just about, you know, what you guys are doing. And I guess that's probably like one of my last questions for you. Like, what's next for Clue? Like, do you have any plans for the future? Do you have any goals or aspirations or even like things that are helping you drive forward to just continually meet success and continually do business well? Yeah. So that is actually a big question that is on the table right now. It is. It's kind of like, okay, what are the next steps? But I will say in January, we hosted a competition called The Clash. And it was an individual competition. We had 200 competitors. Um, and it, it was a, a blast. You know, a couple workouts, prizes, all of that. And it opened a whole new world to us that we just loved doing as a team. Our next clash is in August. It's a partner competition. And we're obviously trying to make it better than the first one. We're always trying to do something better. Um, like this time around, we're going to make our parking lot like a food truck experience. Like we're going to put food trucks out there. So even if you're coming to watch like your brother or your boyfriend work out, like if you're not working out, you can still go stuff your face in the parking lot, which is amazing. I don't know who doesn't love a food truck. Um, but we're working on these events. Um, we hope my goal is in two that we're in 2018. So 2019 to have four within the year. Um, I think that, it's just with our facility, it's really cool. Like in January, one of the workouts had running in it. We have a 200-meter track inside. It was so cool to have a workout where people were running around the track and then doing like a barbell movement. Like that was just – it was just awesome. It was a cool day for the athletes, the spectators. So competitions are really big for me right now. Um, I also – obviously, I always want to grow our membership – I always want to have more people in here because it's just more fun when classes are full and at nighttime when it's like chaos is amazing. I call it organized chaos. I love it. When we have like multiple classes going on at a time and they're full and everybody's laughing, it's just, it's great. Um, and then I'm always my, I love the apparel and the retail side of it. I, I want to keep growing that. Um, I want to see, I want to push it to the next level. I want to see what I can do. So I think we have a bunch of, I don't want to call them little cause they're all big within themselves, but we've got like a few things going on. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll open another gym who like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I'm down for any conversation. I'm not closed off to anything. That's awesome, Catherine. No, that's cool. And I know it was a loaded question to ask you on the spot. So I appreciate you even just kind of like, you know, diving through it with me and be like, I don't know, maybe this, maybe that, you know, but, but I think, I think that's awesome to have, you know, different branches, different opportunities, different possibilities available. And, and I guess like I asked that because I want to challenge, you know, those listening to do the same, like, what are they doing? What are they thinking about for 2019? Yes, we're still in 2018 working through, but like, what about next year? Like, if you're being successful at what you're doing, like continue it, but like, how can you grow? So I, I love asking people that being like, hmm, what's next for Catherine and CrossFit Clue? So, yeah. but yeah. So, well, awesome. Um, I, goodness, we have talked about a whole bunch of different things, haven't we? <laughs> <I> know, yeah. <laughs> winding paths and all that. I love winding paths as well in my conversations. I'm just like, Ooh, that's cool. Let's talk about that. Oh, she says something awesome. Let's talk about that. And you're like, Heather, these are not the questions you prepped me with. We talked, <laughs> but anyways, um, just to kind of wrap it up, anything else you want to share? Any other like last little nugget of wisdom uh, that you could give? No. 
you're in anyone listening or, you know, even you, if you're in the New Jersey area or you're in the uh, New York area, feel free to stop by. Um, I'll be here with my dog, Harvey. (laughs) Harvey's here every day. Um, We'll be here. Come drop in. Do a lot with us. It's what we do best. (laughs) Um, But besides that, no. I mean, just my goal really for myself and everyone in this gym is – Let's, whatever our goals are, whether it's to lose weight, gain weight, you know, just sweat every day for one hour, make a new friend. I just want to help anyone and everyone meet those goals that they want to meet. And that's all we're really here. That's what CLUE stands for. That's all we're really here to do. That's awesome, Catherine. Well, thank you so much for just taking the time to sit, you know, and chat with me on Box Talk and just... I don't know, let me pick your brain about everything. So super appreciate you being on the episode today and just, yeah, just sharing your, your knowledge with us. Thank you so much.